Hello and welcome to Comp. Hello. Coming a little later in the week. What are you going to do? This is what men and women look like after they've talked for hours. We talk <laughs> for hours. We do talk for hours. We're, we're a couple and we engage in uh, the great debates of the world. This is an this is, uh, insane world that we live in. We're intellectuals. Yeah, I mean, of sorts. I mean, in this day and age, I think we can call ourselves intellectuals. Yeah. Maybe not in the 70s or 60s. You know, maybe Gore Vidal would have said, you know, you were just a frustrating pig <laughs> uh, if I tried to talk to him on Dick Cavett uh, or some other well-behaved uh, talk show where they just kind of listen to each other. But uh, but now I think, yeah, I, I put myself into the intellectual sphere. I also put you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, Dick Cavett was a good mediator. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's also kind of a... I've been trying to do a Dick Cavett impression. Lucy, Lucy made the point. It was a little bit critical, but I, I agree <laughs> that you know, for someone, like, it would be good for someone like you to learn impressions. <laughs> and I, I think you know, it's, it's my one big fault, besides being a overbearing fat maniac, <laughs> is uh, not being able to do good impressions. So I can't do my Dick Cavett impression. Oh, I'm Dick Cavett. <laughs> doesn't make, it doesn't play. Yeah, we were we were I, we were fantasizing about a show where I somehow played Dick Cavett and he somehow played who. Oh, I was going to be Gore, uh, Gore Vidal. You were going to be Gore Vidal. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, uh, hello. No, I, I can't do it. I don't want to get into it. Hey, uh, uh, I can do Henry Kissinger. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, why are you asking me about Cambodia? What is this? What about Laos? What about Laos? There's a country, there's bombs. I, I work in the, in the foggy bottom, <laughs> which is where the State Department works. That's accurate. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I have good references, but I'm not good impressions. So anyway, uh... We have a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Uh, you wanted to bring up uh, a, a bit of news of the comedy world, I guess you say, or, or the com- a, a great comedian who was pulled down from the uh, from the heavens, uh, down back to earth with the, with the, with, the, with, the, with the mortals, and now yeah. he's but now he's back. Now Louis, he's back. Louis C.K. He's a little more human. That's good. So Louis C.K. What did he do this time? Was he? Was he going after the uh, victims of uh, a hurricane? <laughs> saying, why are these people not able to... Why don't, we, why don't they wear galoshes? People always say... The women always say when Louis C.K. gets an interview, they go, I don't want to hear from Louis C.K. Yes, you do. You want to hear from... You wouldn't talk about it so much if you didn't want to hear from Louis C.K. I like and that he, thing. And hear what's hurting him. <laughs> <laughs> they got in trouble with that parkland thing. I mean, it was fun. Funny. It was a diffused tension. Now, you know, whatever. I'm saying, like, it's a school... Sh- I don't know. Do I make a lot of school shooting jokes? I'm not as good at that. He's he he has these ways of connecting, but why he he that's not why I got in trouble. No, no, no. He did some stuff. Look, I mean, look, I've come around to a more conspiratorial view of Louis C.K. <laughs> you think he's you think he's eating adrenochrome? I think that look, he did do something really bad. He contributed to a hostile work environment for women. Sure, I think that's a when my objectively mother, true. You know, when my mother went to work, she would always come home saying, like, the men there just fucking bully me. They just bully me, you know? Was it Louie? <laughs> it was Louie. <laughs> she was a teacher, right? Yeah, she was a teacher. I just, this fucking weird abstract comedian who I've never heard of. Fucking, you know, because at that time he was just doing weird bits. Yeah. And he was just talking about, and he was just ranting about car horns and pulling his dick out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, she was always, she was genuinely traumatized by it. And I got a What little, did they do to her? Well, they would just belittle her. She was a very intelligent woman and they would belittle her. They would belittle her. What did they say? Like, hey, toots. Yeah, exactly. 
It's like, you know, but it, it, men of different generations have their ways. You'd be like, hey, Tootsie, have you slob knobbed? <laughs> that's, a new, that's a new t-shirt possibly that I'm making. I don't mean to interrupt your story. No, no, go ahead, right go ahead. No, no, it's just something I didn't know how to work it in. Because, you know, people say sometimes when, like, you know, men are getting oral, that they're getting their, their knob slobbed. <laughs> At least I've heard that. But, I, but for women, I, I want to bring equal opportunity to women so that they can say, hey, you're getting your slob knobbed. <laughs> And I can get like anyone could be, and then someone's eating your pussy, and then it's great. It could be a woman, it could be a non binary person eating your pussy, it could be a man, uh, could be not kids ever. <laughs> ever. You can't do it to kids. Um, this is what happens yeah. to them. I guess the gray area, if like a, if, if a teenage person wants to get, you know, their slob now by the, but that's not, I got, I, why would I comment on that? Yeah. If they're both 15, I got nothing to do with it. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I got nothing to do with it anyway. But also, I just don't want to, so whatever. So that's copyrighted. Right. So what would you do, belittle her? Yeah, they probably belittle her. And like, and, and that's the thing. We got to, we got to, we got to bridge the gap. We got to put some context from history in. Sure. So what did and, Louis, and, why is he in the news? But the reason. He, oh, sorry. The, re- the reason. No, no, you didn't. You didn't. The reason he got in the news. I think the reason they uh, punished him is because he, he like, he was a mediator and he liked to bridge the gap between people. Okay, not because he yeah jerked off in front of people. I you've, we've got to be able to separate that people get punished for things they actually do, but people also get punished because people want them punished. You know, it's no, I like agree. Yeah. it's it, it's and and it's better than going to jail. It's restorative justice. It's good. Well, well what was restorative justice? Him, him going on Mark Maron this week? That was <laughs> yeah. a, that was a restorative justice. <laughs> <laughs> You're sentenced to having to sit with Mark Maron for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I agree. Look, I mean, it, it, the guy did what he did. It wasn't cool, but it wasn't good. Yeah. I want to say it wasn't cool, but like lay off. No, I mean, I'm not trying to be a Valley girl dismissing. I don't know what to say. I'm just saying it didn't seem as, you know, don't, and people are like, oh, don't say, don't equivocate. Just because you can't say it wasn't as bad as Harvey Weinstein because, you know, that's just equivocation. No, I think we can acknowledge he wasn't as bad as Harvey Weinstein. That seems appro- that seems reasonable. Of course he wasn't. He made it, but he, he did some <laughs> shit. It wasn't cool. And who was like, yeah, whatever. I mean, like a fucking, uh, what, did he have to fucking, you know, sit in a bath of acid forever? Yeah, right, exactly. He's no. fucking back there. He's back. He's on Mark Marin. He's fucking smoking cigars with him probably. Just fucking, I didn't watch the interview. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, I didn't. Was it a good interview? I didn't either. I, I literally heard, I want to listen to it. I want to listen to it. I've heard like five seconds of it. And he's like, it, literally like just the five seconds I skipped to, he was like, I was going through a really dark time. Yeah, look, I like the guy. Again, like, uh, I have to be consistent. Um, I don't back up uh, Bill Burr because he's rich. Yeah. So why should I, you know, I'm not going to go too far for Louis. You're like, let's see, he does something for me. I'm very, I'm just very opinion. Like I'll defend poor people and I'm not against rich people. I'm not like, I'm not one of these leftist crazies who like, you know, everyone's got more than $10 needs to get in the guillotine. Right. Uh, but I'm just saying like, you know, but like Bill Burr, I brought up whenever he fucking starts, you know, shooting his mouth off. Like you, you're so good at talking. You deal with it. Oh, remember when he fucking the crowd hated him in Philly and he shit all over <laughs> Philly and everyone liked them. All right, do that again. Why am I defending him? Right. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Give me some. Cut me in on the fucking on the take here a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Let me get, let me get some action. <laughs> but it's good to see Louis uh, doing stuff. 
Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, no, it's going on podcasts. Yeah, you know, it's fucking, <laughs> is, is that a decline from where he was? You know, it's hard to say. Yeah, who cares? Maybe it was. Maybe he deserved it. You know, it's like, it's, it, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll climb himself back up. You think Louis C.K. would put me in a, a movie about him and Mark Maron? Um, just, oh, sure. Yeah. Just making fun of school shooters. <laughs> <laughs> like, jerk off. <laughs> I don't care. Um, big week. It's been a while now, it feels like, but uh, the Derek Chauvin verdict came in. And uh, very appropriately, I think he was found. I didn't say I think. Yeah, very appropriately, he was found guilty. I mean, the you know the video and the evidence. It's like the guy, you know. You right. agree? Oh yeah, of right. course he's guilty. Of yeah. course. I mean, look, it's just it, it, this is like uh, seems like a no brainer. But then you have a bunch of cases. Look, there's a history of cases. This is the thing. People love to fucking go. Oh, it's a war on cops. It's a war on it. And look, there's always gonna be people. Fucking going off with the wrong facts, maybe, or like not getting everything right in the first, or just yeah. getting fed up. I like the, the idea is like when someone's painting a wide brush, it's a lot easier to make that point when you're not making the point that cops don't do anything but fucking <laughs> give candy and marshmallows to the fucking and they save everyone's lot. I mean, can we just be real for a second? You know, yeah. Rodney King. I mean, a bunch of the cases that came up in the past six years, I think they all got off, right? Yeah, yeah. No one got, did anyone get convicted in, the, in any of these? Tamir Rice, the kid, would like, they no. just fucking, they just, the guy fucking like, didn't even stop the car. Like, he fucking was like, sur- uh, I feel like the guy like jumped out of his car, started surfing on his hood, like fucking Pee Wee Herman or something, <laughs> and just like fucking shot. The, like, there was no reason for it. Yeah. He was the kid out of guns. Like, why, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so none of these people get convicted. So, you know, when people, and in this case, totally appropriate. Uh, yeah, no. So, yeah, look, this is the right fucking call, I think. Yeah, no, it's completely the right call. And it's it's an overdue call. Is right, exactly. What's get. my point? Yeah. It's an overdue call. People are fed up that, you know, it's like if people were getting arrested for this shit, it, it wouldn't solve everything. Like if, if, every, if every day 10, let's just say 15 black kids got shot by cops, but we, we, we arrested them, we'd still have to look into it. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's the only thing, but we still have to look into why, why are you shooting these people? Like, like, like oh, I'll go to jail. It's fine. Like, no, this is kind of weird Cobra from G.I. Joe thing where you're all just, uh, you know, and you meet up in prison and like it's good fellows when they're making sausage. <laughs> Something. I don't know. I'm just as, saying. As a rule, right? Cops, it's not just that they don't get held accountable. It's not just that they don't get held accountable when they do things. It's that, you know, in some states, depending on what the laws are, depending on what the, you know, national laws look like at the time, sometimes cops don't even have to keep records of who they shot and why. That seems I mean, that's true. That's true. Like, all I've ever heard, uh, just to be a fair counterpoint, I've heard for years that, like, you know, they're, they're accountable for every bullet. Is that from, not true? From who? From who? I guess, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 John, fat Johnny who hands out the bullets. What'd you do with that bullet? I shot a kid. All right. You're literally, it was literally a, a line in Bad Lieutenant. <laughs> what, what was no, no, no! I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. It was a line in Bad Lieutenant. Lucy, I, I was thrown because one time I and Lucy had a bunch of friends over, and <laughs> I don't of, know why. A I, bunch of female friends. Female friends, and for some reason, and again, I'm not this crazy. There had we 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 spent a long time trying to figure it out, but I honestly can't. Think, I I know I wouldn't have done it without a reason, mm. but I can't for the life of me think of what it was. I I was like let's just watch this scene in Bad Lieutenant where Harvey Keitel pulls over those two young girls. 
maybe underage, maybe 18, I forget, and basically forces them to, like, pantomime, giving them oral, uh, because, you know, on the pretense that he's going to call their dad because they, they're fucking speeding or something. Um, and for, and it was, there was some reason why I thought that was a good thing to bring up in front of your friends, the show on YouTube, on the TV. Well, you were like, this is funny. This is funny. This is that what wasn't I- just that. No, this is my point. This is the conversation we would have. I didn't just say, this is funny. Let's just watch. Hey, we're watching, like, Anchorman and, and fucking, you know, uh, old school fucking blooper reels. And it's like, oh, have you seen this one? <laughs> Lieutenant, just fucking, show me how you suck a man's cock. Show me how you suck a guy's cock. Isn't this great? This can't be what I was doing. This is what Opie and Anthony did to us. It did, they did it to both of us. Perhaps. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm willing to grow. But yeah. so I didn't, so, you know, whenever you bring up Bad Lieutenant, I'm always like, what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> um, But yeah, and then, so there was some, uh, I guess people were celebrating inappropriately look it's, it's the kind of thing it's, it's overdue uh it's, it's, it's good that it happened and then uh people were fucking you know some people were like you know oh this is great this is so fucking good like just chill out like yeah. white people just chill like just stop making yourself like like there was that uh i guess talk about it now we'll bring up later but the fucking bring up that raiders tweet the raiders tweet so the raiders tweet this out <laughs> i can breathe uh, which is, of course, a reference to George Floyd saying, uh, I can't breathe. Yeah. So I guess, are they implying, I mean, this was true the whole time. You could breathe. Well, well, you know, it depends. It depends on what the guy looks like. Maybe the guy, you know, maybe the guy is the, guy, is the kind of guy who can really relate to this subject. Who, who, the social media manager who did this? No, no, no. I'm talking about the guy who, who ordered it all. Oh, that's right. Because the owner actually fucking ordered his social media team. <laughs> the fucking, so like, let's just bring up a picture of the owner. Maybe he has a real connection to this stuff. Let's see. This guy looks like a fucking like someone just glued fucking silly putty onto a skeleton. Yeah. What what is he? Do we know who this guy is? He's the owner owner of the Raiders. Where did he get his money from? Mm. Was he like? He seems like he seems like a fucking like. Is that an offensive thing to say? An imp? No, right? <laughs> no, he uh, does. That, he looks. Well, like, was, like, was that a term for a midget? I don't know anymore. But one, uh, some kind of Tolkien creature who found like a fucking magic ring or a fucking lamp or some shit and wished to be a, 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 a real tall boy, and he. And, but like, that's what he looks like. Just a, a misshapen Tolkien or like an orc, an orc who became who was kissed by a princess. And now he's a man. The, nobody looks like this in real life. <laughs> Guys see this and they, they think this is what they look like to people. Nobody looks like this in real life. I don't know what this is. But uh, he, yeah, I just, I, we found, it's so funny to think about this guy. Like, apparently, like, people were, like, people were trying to, like, out the social media managers for the team. Yeah. Like, the people who tweet for the team going, like, hey, Raider Nation, I'm assuming, hey, Raider Nation, let's tailgate this weekend and get some hot dogs and fucking, uh, we're gonna kick, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna kick San Francisco's butt. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm sure they're a little more savvy than that. That's not how I tweet, but I don't know how you tweet when you're tweeting for the Raider Nation. Right. The Raider football team. <laughs> but uh, whatever. This this guy just comes barreling the door. <laughs> Me and my wife came up with something. <laughs> you have an idea. Oh yeah, she's probably she was probably all wine drunk. She's drinking right. She's drinking red wine with ice cubes in it. Yeah, having they were at dinner watching having a Chauvin trial. She's like, oh dear, you should you should tweet something about how you can breathe because I can finally breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, that's good. 
That's good. And he's just fucking ho- creamy horseradish zipper. Zipper down his weird mouth. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's good. And he gets the fucking guy on the phone. And he's like, I don't care if it's inappropriate. I'll tell you what's appropriate. Yeah. I'm the head of Raider Nation. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this guy's a goon. Mm. Do you, do, you, do you think it was, do you think it was a good, like if they waited the day it would be a good tweet though? Think it was just timing. <laughs> oh no, no way! Is it? What if it was we can breathe? We can breathe. I no, don't. I don't stupid. know. I'm George sorry. Floyd is still dead. What if, it, what, what if he tweeted? What if he tweeted this? Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to make it better. I'm trying. I'm okay. trying to picture myself in the room in the Twitter room okay. at Raider Nation, Raider Raider football, and the guy comes in. and I'm like, try, I'm, I'm trying to kind of push him over the edge. Or back from the edge, ledge, mm. whatever you call it. All right, all right. Well, um, this is, uh, I, I get what you're going for. What about if we treat George Floyd can breathe? <laughs> no, nah, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, it's never going to sound good in a tweet, Is there anything guys. you tweet? What about just like, <laughs> back to football? <laughs> it's never going to sound good in a tweet. I mean, that's really what it was. I, th- I think I think honestly what it was was just like, can we get back to football now? That's what you say. I can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> back to football. Back to football now. <laughs> Um, I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I'm sure he made his money, um, selling you know maxi pad, really organic maxi pads to women in distressed nations. Yeah, for affordable <laughs> prices, um, or something great. Um, and then this, you know, but this is the kind of stuff that's going on that day. We can take him off the screen. Put the put the couple over back on. Okay. I don't, I don't want this guy in our lives forever. Our um, he's <laughs> the ghost of Christmas. I don't know. Flesh. Um, I think the media, can I just share a thought with you? Sure. I think the media uh, made millennials think that they were the same like sex crazed maniacs as their parents. Our parents were kind of sex crazed maniacs because their parents repressed them. But we're kind of a reset. Like we're kind of like the honeymooners. Are you just admitting to the, that we don't fuck? No, no, no. <laughs> we fuck when we feel like it. <laughs> what, what, what? The, the media convinced us that we're sex crazy. I'm I'm confused. I think the media convinces us that we're sex crazy maniacs, and and we're not. Like we, you know, we we fuck when we want to, and we hang out when we want to. Right. I I didn't have a uh, a fucking. I wasn't part of that crew of kids that had the uh, with the snap bracelets and the blowjobs or whatever, or the the the, the blowjob bracelets. That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, that was. I didn't grow up like that. We're wholesome. <laughs> I had pink hair and I wore a Care Bears T-shirt. Yeah, no one was giving me a bracelet to suck their ass. Yeah, that's just not you know. So I don't know where the media got that idea from. <laughs> I don't know who they're. You know, why don't you ask a more diverse group of, uh, you know, diversity is great in all types of things. So why don't you ask you know have a more diverse selection of people who you ask if they fucking you know got a fucking a, a nice ring for getting getting a rim job or something. Yeah, really. I never got that. <laughs> um, right. So. Did you have a follow up for that? Or? Anyway, no, no, I'm just okay. saying. Yeah, they're right. The media, yeah, the media's bad. The media sucks. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that was the thing concept that was going on that day. And then LeBron James, in the midst of this, um, tweeted out, uh, oh, basically what happened was, like, as this verdict was getting aired, uh, a young black woman uh, was shot by a cop in Ohio, I guess, right? Yeah, but it didn't happen. The thing is, people don't understand that these things didn't happen at the exact same time. I think it happened pretty similarly. I don't think so. I think it wasn't this footage that people were trying to get from the police for a while. I don't think so. I think they happened that day. I, I think I think it was happening while the verdict was kind of like when we were watching the verdict. That girl was getting shot. I think there's a behind the scenes thing that goes on sometimes. I see it because I hang out with activists and activists. <laughs> no, no, I do. I hang out with That's activists. That's what he said. It was funny. And I, I know who did. And the activists are always trying to get the police to release the footage 
that might incriminate them. Right. Well, I think on this, I, I, I know I agree with that. I yeah. agree that, you know, the media can time things uh, in a sinister way just to get shit going. Mm. But I think in this case, uh, because of maybe what was going on that day, that maybe it propelled them to go, oh, fuck. Uh, we better get this tape out right now. Right. So what happened was this girl got shot, right? And she, I don't know, I think she called the cops originally because these people came over her house. Um when you watch the body cam footage, and they, they, they might have brought the knife in the first place, but you watch the body cam footage, and the cop's like, you know, well, what's going on? He's asking the, this girl in a pink shirt, and then a scuffle hat kind of comes across. These people are fighting, and then the girl who got shot eventually, and eventually, it's like it was all in like six seconds, fucking, you know, it's like lunging at the other girl with a knife. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's really debated. So it's like, you know, the, the cop was not in a great situation. People say she should use a taser. I don't know if it's debatable. It was chaotic. It was chaotic. People say shoot him in the, people in the leg. Shoot him in the leg is not, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a great idea unless that's propaganda from people. But I mean, everyone seems to say like, don't shoot people in the leg because like there's a lot of arteries and you bleed out really easily. Also, it's easy to miss and then the bullet can go through. And, I don't know. And people. I'm, I, I think it makes sense, but I'm not going to like die in the crucifix of like, because I'm not a gun expert, but Me it neither. seems, but you know, there is a logic to why you shoot center mass. Sure. Point is, it wasn't. A, it wasn't like, a, for instance, a, a Derek Chauvin type situation. It was, it was much more murky about whether he did the right thing. And then LeBron James uh, tweeted out a picture of that cop, mm. and he says, uh, "Oh, but to be clear, I mean, I guess everyone knows, but he, the girl was lunging the girl with a knife. He shot. No, I, I guess I established that. Yeah. So LeBron James tweets out a picture of that cop. Right. And uh, and I like LeBron. First of all, LeBron James. I don't know if I can call him a friend of the show. I'd like to. Friend of the show. I mean, I've tried to get him to wear my wine princess <laughs> t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, he never responded. I, this is not really the appropriate time to bring it up. I'm just saying, if he is listening, <laughs> you know, the offer stands. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, like, you know, he fucking uh, tweeted out a picture of the cop who, who shot the girl. And uh, with the, you're next, he tweeted. And he said, uh, accountability. Now, I don't think it's a threat. I think he's saying you're no, next, like Chauvin. The thing is, it's decidedly not a threat. He's not saying... He's not saying let's kill this cop. Right. He's saying let's 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 hear out this case. Right. I think, I don't even know why to say this because it's pretty clearly not right. Like it's, right. yeah, it's like uh, now you look is is that given the fact that we established in our opinion it's a murky situation where it's like you know you don't have the same uh, clear cut like it's a guy like I thought the guy for instance could have been a little more aggressive when he first got there and, and announcing himself maybe flesh aside again I'm not second guessing what I don't what I don't know what, but like it just seemed to me like more like get him on the ground like if I was a cop <laughs> I'd just get him on the ground and then if they still you know just, and if you heard me screaming that and then you, and they still didn't do anything it might give some context to the point like, oh they really didn't care about the cop guy but he was going get on the ground, get on the ground. it just seemed very weak yeah. or not project better that could help Right, like just now, make your presence known better. Right. Um, yeah, he didn't really project. I, I, if I was his, uh, you know, cop coach, I, I would not have passed him from the academy until he learned to fucking get some guttural noises coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it myself that the cops are young guys who are alienated and they're a little bit indoctrinated by bad ideologies, and they're they they. Uh, they come to you with a lack of confidence that a bully has. Like, the lack of confidence that a bully has. Wow. A, a, a bully has a lack of confidence, and they project it on you. Sometimes bullies are just fucking... I've met confident bullies. I've met, I met confident bullies, but they're soft on the inside. 
Like sure. I, I go like I uh, once, you, once you get that Mojar bracelet, <laughs> that's soft on the inside. <laughs> sorry, that that crude. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, that wasn't crude. I, I <laughs> you're not crude, but women like you, Ray. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was bullies. No, yeah. I agree. But yeah, they're, they're fuck. Yeah, they're soft. Uh, I, yeah, again, I don't want to be like, oh, you're soft, and then like they would just kick my ass if, if they met in real life. Because I'm not in, in great fighting shape at the moment. People, like, I don't want to be the guy going, look at these weak cops. Look <laughs> no, at- no, no. I, I guess what I'm saying is, I'll, I'll tell you a story about something that happened to me. Sure. I, um, I'm severely mentally ill, and some some people know that about me, and some people don't. Right? I have like I have something that's like. It's not paranoid schizophrenia, but our parents probably would have called it paranoid schizophrenia. It's like disassociative disorder or something. But I don't go, I talk to myself a lot. I talk to myself a lot. And I look like a crazy lady sometimes. I look like a Sometimes. Re- yeah, yeah, not yeah. All the time. You know, people, people walk past me and they tell me to tie my shoes because I look like I'm in space. And, uh, and you scream, fuck off, my yeah. shoes are untied. <laughs> and I'm the king of... King well, of Parmesan. Well, I think some white women do do that. Like, I think they're like, I'm not in my head. You're in my head. You're, right. you know? And it's like, no, no, I, I get it. I'm in my head. I'm in my head a little bit. Sure. And I'm, I'm pacing around. I'm talking to myself. And one time these three cops literally surrounded me. <laughs> they like, they literally surrounded me. They were like, you know, I was uh, just walking around smoking a cigarette and I made, I, I dart around. I make sh- sharp turns. And, and they flicked it in the cop's face. And I flicked the cigarette in the cop's face and I said, fuck you, bucko. <laughs> I go, <laughs> no, but I go, I go, you know, I turn down the street and the cop car like pulls right, you know, the cop car pulls next to me and I'm like, all right, whatever, it's a cop car. And, and they're like, why are you running away from us? They, they asked that. They <laughs> asked that. They're like, why are you running away? I was like. I wasn't, I wasn't running away from you. I was just walking in a sharp, determined way. <laughs> if you're if you're asking why, like, first of all, can I can I critique the cops here? Yeah. If I'm talking to you and I'm not, and I'm I, I'm not running, it's not. Pro- why are you running away from a? Why are you avoiding us? Would be a brother. Is this guy like? Why are you running away? I like. Well, you darted in the other direction, slowly walking and kind of gyrating. Yeah, yeah, I gyrated. So this is the problem. The cops got to start, you know, figuring out who's running away and who's just like. Walking in the other direction. Yeah, really. That'll, that'll help some things. Stop it. Um, <laughs> so what happened? You fucking you, you pulled on the cop. Um, no, no, I pulled on. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I'm I'm just walking and thinking. You know, I I told them that I yeah. was like, I'm just walking and thinking, and they go, well, we, we need to see your ID, <laughs> and I go, well, I don't really want to show you my ID, right. <laughs> and they go, you know, and they go, and I go, do I have to show you my ID? And they go, uh, I don't know. You know, they go, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I go, I just kind of want to fuck with you. Uh, yeah. I was like, I just want to fuck you with you a little bit. You know, this was in a small town. Right. So I, you know, I mistook the police for being on my side sometimes. I mean, sometimes they get, sometimes they're on your side, but sometimes they get really cultish. Sure. And they go, uh, you know, and they, and they like very reluctantly let me walk away. And they kind of, and they did like physically close in on me. It's like, I'm a five, one woman, you know, right. I don't, I don't want to be closed in on that way. And they do that to black people all the time. Sure. You know, they do, they do it to me. And rarely. They do it to them all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, look, I mean, this is just, uh, yeah, you can argue that like, you know, certain things get like, Oh, the fucking, the girl was they, the cop saved the girl with the knife. Uh, so what you, you fucking people are shitting on him? I, uh, maybe he saved the girl. I'm not saying he didn't. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. I know there's murky facts, but the idea is like, all right, but like, so this wipes out with the fact that like, yeah, we all kind of, even if you don't admit, like, you know, if you're not the most guy who's like, you know, subscribes to systemic racism ideas or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you don't have to call it that. You still, I mean, even if you're kind of like, you know, maybe not necessarily you're racist, but kind of like, you know, well, I don't believe this. All right, but you still kind of, you, you know. I mean, look, we were a country that fucking used to outlaw, like, black people going to fucking soda shops. Yeah. You don't think some of that's fucking holding over? We used to outlaw them being unemployed. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, to- is it not, like, is it not like we fucking, uh. It's not like the founding fathers were all black. We had a, we had a, you know, we had the fucking, you know, the, the head of IBM's a black, you know, and a thousand years of black success uh, and, and encouragement. And then we're going like, well, it's racist. I mean, can you look at it and go, there's probably something to this. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I can't believe it. The FBI, FBI crime stats. <laughs> um, yeah, the FBI, look, the FBI tells certain truths, but they also have an agenda. You got to, yeah. you got to know that. <laughs> like, what? What truths do they tell? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't even have to go to the racist angle. I mean, you know, let's just hope you're never uh, interviewed by the FBI regarding a fucking, you know, they start asking about, you know, terrorist activity in your neighborhood. All of a sudden they're selling you a fucking RPG. Yeah. But no, but, they, but, they, but let's trust their crime stats. Yeah. No, um, Louis C.K. is going to come back. He's going to be a conspiracy theorist with J- us. J. Edgar Hoover obviously <laughs> was a fountain of uh, I mean, his analytical mind. And I know he's not in charge anymore, but, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, point is, what was my point? I was talking about. Um. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Just the cops. Yeah. Look at the cops. So you fucking. Uh. You don't have to fucking necessarily. Uh. But we all know. It. Whatever. It's just. It's just fucking bad, right? And uh, you get stuck on the nitty gritty about fucking who's, how much this percentage or, but so basically what happens? Is LeBron James tweets out this fucking tweet. Yeah. About uh the cop. And look, yeah, it's probably in this case, you know, not appropriate. This is kind of the wrong move. And he, sure. and, he and he deleted the tweet. And yeah, and then Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Who usually such a reasonable guy, so I was surprised. <laughs> He's basically the Jewish Rush Limbaugh. We knew Rush Limbaugh. He was a cunt, and so is Ben Shapiro. He's like you know? I mean, I'm not Jewish, so I can't say that, but yeah. <laughs> you are quarter Jewish, so you can Yeah, I'm a I'm a quarter Jew. You know, it's like you, you're here so you can call him the Jewish Limbaugh. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. I am. You know, and I. No, no look, it's, it's a, look, it is a point. I mean, I'm not trying to cut you off, but yeah. No, there's a great cartoonist out there, uh, Ellie Valley, who does these great cartoons that are just about how Ben Shapiro makes him feel. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, and he basically makes him feel like an ugly Jew with no religion in his life. And like, you know, and it's, it's like, and he talks about like, you know, he talks about how it feels to be alienated in that way. Which is odd because Ben Shapiro, wait, Ben Shapiro makes this Jewish guy feel like an ugly Jew. Yeah, he does. Because <laughs> Ben Shapiro is like, yeah, so you're a Jew, but you should get on with the with the Christian conservative agenda. You should get on with the Christian conservative agenda. And when Ellie Valley doesn't do that, he calls him a self hating Jew. <laughs> he calls you know. He calls Ellie Valley a self hating Jew. Yeah, he does. Look, I don't know what you know Jews typically. If there is a typical thing Jews believe as far as politics. Uh, I don't think they're... They're I mostly mean, liberal. They're mostly... They liberal. seem... That's a stereotype. I don't know. There's probably plenty of conservative... Yeah, uh, no, I'm sure there are. Yeah. But not necessarily Ben Shapiro conservative. It's just like, hey, like, you know, I work for fucking, you know, Morgan Stanley and just don't take all my money. Yeah. Which I, I... Look, I can relate to. I'm, uh, you know, in some ways a physical... I don't know what I believe anymore because the whole world is fucked. But I can relate to, you know, people who are like, don't tax me, you know, 85%, please. Yeah. I get it. Uh, I don't know what Shapiro's... 
I, it's just my pet peeve when people go, but look, you don't have to agree, but he's really smart. No! <laughs> He's not like he's fucking going after LeBron James going like the media has fucking portrayed LeBron James like he's a some kind of political leader, which I don't think is true. I'm a big LeBron James fan, maybe through a fault as far as basketball. Maybe I'm a LeBron James stan, whatever. I I miss Jordan. I didn't watch a lot of Jordan as a kid. So when he got in the heat, I'm like, I'm going to watch this period because it seems like something cool is going to happen. Yeah. So I like LeBron James a lot as a basketball player. And the guy seems like he seems like a guy I'd love to be friends with and hug, and all sorts of you know whatever. But he's like, but, I, but I've never seen him be seen. You know, I don't think anyone ever called him a political leader. He's fucking. Well, no one called him a political leader until Trump did. Trump did. Oh. The president attacked him, and when the president attacks you, you become a political leader. Yeah, by default, I guess. You know, when it's the like... president is going, is just buck wild. Calling you a fucking, I don't, what do, you, do you remember what he called him? I don't remember. I don't know. He and Laura, Ingram, Laura Ingram saying, shut up and dribble. It's like, what the fuck has Laura Ingram done that even comparable to like, I'm just saying this at a certain point, not, not to say LeBron James isn't a, a, a very smart guy. Um, if you know anything about basketball, you'd know he was. This is, not, this is besides the point, but like, it's not like he's some guy who just fucking rams into people and like, you know, like a left tackle. And I don't know much about football, but a guy who just knocks people over. There's still skill to that. There's still, I mean, I'm not trying to degrade that, but LeBron James is like, has the greatest basketball IQ of anyone who's ever lived. Probably the way he fucking sees angles and manipulates the fucking court and and his field vision. He might be the best shooter of all time. It may not be this. I mean, he's he's a tremendous athlete, but he's also got like an insane, he's he's a basketball genius. And, that's not to say, well, a basketball genius, but like, but like you know, he's a moron. No, no, you can't be that good at something and not be a really a brilliant guy. Yeah, now, maybe he's not. He doesn't have to be most intelligent. You know, maybe he's not the most educated on like political things. But you know, he doesn't like go around trying to debate the salt treaty with Jimmy Carter. Right. Yeah. He fucking he's, he's, a, he's a guy who gives back to his community, and then and then when shit happens, like he's you know, blood back a guy who gets shot. He fucking tries to be a leader uh, or fuck a figure. Yeah. You know, which is like. No, we're in New when, York. When did we like? When did Cupid out of sports? Since when? We're in New York. We live in New York. We see what we see. Le, what LeBron James means to people, like it's like you know, it's like I don't know. Maybe some people they live in areas where LeBron James doesn't mean much to them, but but he means a lot to some. I don't people. think New Yorkers like LeBron. New Yorkers don't like LeBron. I mean, I, mean, I you love be, LeBron, so I figured I love New LeBron. Do. But I'm just, I mean, I, a bunch of Nick fans would probably beat me up and spit on me if, if I was like, oh really? Okay. I mean, I don't think they hate LeBron. They're kind of mad. LeBron. They they want LeBron to come back in 2010 or whatever when he went to the Heat because he said, I think this is, what, this is how crazy New York fans are. When he went, it was the the uh, summer, whatever before the year, like it was during the year before. He was like, "Would you come to New York?" And he's like, "I'm keeping my options open. I'm, I'm keeping my open mind." And then he went to the Heat, hmm. and like, we thought you were gonna keep an open mind. Like the first press conference, <laughs> and like, I did. I went to the other place. Um, point is, yeah. Um, but no, like, so, and, and Ben Shapiro is going like, he's, he's not. No one's calling political leader. He is a kind of a whatever you call that, a social figure, leader, like a role model. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's not out there like fucking getting sloshed and fucking. Which is like, even if he did, like, it's not. Who gives it? He's a rich guy who gets drunk. It's not. But he's like actually a pretty fucking solid. Whatever. If you, I don't care about family values, but if you do, he seems like a pretty good family values guy. Yeah. I don't care about if he wants to fucking chew heroin on the court, but if you do, he doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what the fucking. The t- he does the Taco Tuesday thing. Taco Tuesday's fun. I love Taco. <laughs> I, used to, I used to go to Taco Tuesday. Me and my best friend would go to Taco Tuesdays every week at a, a fucking place in Long Island, and that place, the, the owner shot himself in the head in the back. Yeah. Because, you know, I guess, I don't know why. 
But, <laughs> but he, they, they made really good fish tacos on Tuesdays. And I love that. So the point is. Yeah. No, it's like, and, and look, Laura Ingram and Ben Shapiro are failures who became journalists. Sure. They're, 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 LeBron James is a basketball genius who decided he wanted, after he had accomplished something huge, decided he wanted to say something about his community. Right. It's like, yeah. Like, it's not his trade. And he doesn't, put, you know, whatever. He fucking goes out there and he fucking made a fucking, I don't know what you want to call it. I don't even want to call it a bonehead tweet. It's just like, it's like, because I get the fucking instinct. I get when you're a fucking guy and you just want shit to fucking get better. And like, yeah, maybe jump the gun, but it's like, you know what? Maybe we should have the kind of cops. Can the cops stop shooting as many people? Maybe <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, just and we have an idea for that in a second. But the point is, Ben Shapiro is just a disingenuous blowhard. I just want to stress this enough. I mean, I don't, I don't care if you take away from this that Ben Shapiro is a racist. He's dog whistling. That's not the point I'm making in my. You can make that point if you want. No. And, I, and I, like, I have no problem with that point. But he's just not that smart. I mean, he's smart in this way. He knows how to grift and to get a fucking you know following. All right. Because if he's like, oh, LeBron James knows nothing about fucking advanced statistics. If you knew anything about advanced statistics, yeah, you'd be in a think tank trying to fix the world. <laughs> but you're not. You're a fucking grifter on YouTube, just like everyone else. Yeah, really. <laughs> Wait, what ideas does LeBron does, does Ben Shapiro have? Does Ben Shapiro have any ideas? He's like, oh, LeBron James doesn't care if fucking black people shoot each other in the fucking streets, only if cops do. Well, first of all, like, you know, I, I, who say he doesn't care? I don't know, but he really doesn't want people to talk to their friends and family about their ideas. He really doesn't want people to do that. He tells he tells young men to repress their feelings, and they they don't think he, they take him seriously, what do you but mean? they do. He's uh, facts don't care about your feelings. Actually, human feeling and morality put facts in context. We need to know historically that pretty much every black intellectual in this country has been shot. <laughs> you know, they've a lot of them. They've been shot and killed, and like, and when well, like, yeah, I mean, back in the in, in the, the heyday of the civil rights movement, in the heyday of the civil rights movement, yeah, so, a lot of them. Yeah, a lot, I mean, so if they're getting a lot of the big ones, at least. So if they're getting, I'm sure you'd probably dig up. Be careful; Sorry. they're gonna get. Bishop Beard's gonna get us. He's gonna be like, "I found this guy who wasn't shot. He wrote a self help book back in 1962." He's just gonna come to our apartment and shoot us. <laughs> I fucking bite his face. <laughs> that's how you know. That's how we feel sometimes. Like Ben Shapiro wants to come to our apartment and shoot us. I don't. I mean, that's how you feel sometimes. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not worried I, about that. I feel that way. <laughs> to be clear, I'm not. I'm not Cameron. No, not to call you Cameron, but I am a. Uh, I'm the aggressive one. Right. I yell about um, eating his tongue. <laughs> I don't know. Sucking his tongue. I, I, I'm not attracted to Benji. I mean, whatever. Yeah, if no, I was, no. whatever. I can do what I want. I'm a man. He's a man, but like, I'm not. At a certain point, I realized, I thought you were afraid of Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I thought you were afraid of Ben Shapiro, but really, you didn't want me to be afraid of Ben Shapiro, because I'm the one who listens to them. You know, oh, yeah, because I would, I would give you stuff. Like, don't listen to Ben Shapiro. <laughs> right. And, like, because Lucy would get trapped in these, sound like these rabbit holes on YouTube. And, like, stop listening to these people. Like, it's bad for you. And, and I guess, yeah, you thought I was afraid of him. But it's more like, no, this guy's a, sh- a huckster. He's a shill. Yeah. It's uh, like, he was like, no, 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 you're being brainwashed by him, not me. It's like, it's like, I'm, I, and I was like, and at a certain point, I had to realize that was true. And to be clear, you were being brainwashed in, like, in the way that, like, because these people have to, like, in order to make anything they say make sense, like, paint the picture of the world that's even worse than it is. Mm. And, like, and, 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 and the stereo, like, oh, LeBron James tweets this. Why isn't he talking about the Uyghur Muslims in China? And it's like, dude, what, where were you in the Iraq war? Were you fucking anti? Maybe he was. Is he anti-Iraq war? 
Are they going to get me on this? I can't believe he would be, right? <laughs> um, uh, was he anti-Iraq war? I, I, probably not back in the day. I'm just saying. He probably I, supported I, it. I, I know other people did. I don't get the impression that Ben Shapiro was fucking, you know, uh, showing up at mosques and, like, you know, and hand, handing out cookies and fucking supporting. I'm just I don't, I, I, I haven't, I, again, I'm not the one who listened to his catalog, but why are you Muslims? It really burns my fucking ass when people just like go, look, I'm all about, yeah, let's do something about you. But what the, it's just this, it, it's just, Everyone assumes that you fucking just, you know, this is the first time you watch the news, or in this case, a YouTube channel. Uh, and it's like, and you play into it. Like, this is my thing. I don't watch Ben Shapiro because he's a clown. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know he went after LeBron. It made sense when you said it, and that's why you brought it up to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's bringing up these fucking, oh, this, this guy's supposed to be a political leader. And a year ago, this is what he was doing. I think it was during the NBA bubble, this video of LeBron James. I guess after another black kid got shot or black guy. I don't remember which case it was. Hmm. I'm assuming that's when it was. Uh, he was holding a copy of Malcolm X, right. bi- autobiography, during a press conference. And he's just sitting in a chair. Now, does that seem like a staged uh, prop kind of thing? Yeah. And, like, you know, he's probably trying to send a message. I'm sorry. He's, tra- he's trying to say this guy is worth reading. And he is. Yeah. And also, like, is he trying to fucking, you know, show some kind of message there? Sure, I'm. I'm sorry. He's not, you know, working for the guys who make the Super Bowl ads. He's not. Is that, you know, he it was a little clumsy. How about you fucking realize the context and go? Oh, I don't like the execution of how he tried to fucking bring attention to black <laughs> people getting shot by cops. The execution. This, this bullshit thing of the execution was off. But basically, they were, like this weird person asked the question. Oh yeah, you got you know Malcolm X's autobiography. Also with how Alex Haley, which I thought was a weird dig almost, because Alex Haley co-wrote it with them, right? But you don't have to bring it up in the middle, you know. Like also, just to be clear, Malcolm Malcolm Max didn't write his own autobiography. Alex Haley helped him. Like I felt like that was a fucking thing she was doing. Right. And she's like, "What part of the book did you like?" I don't know where you are in the book, which is also another dig. (laughs) I feel like, like, hey, idiot, did you get past the first page? (laughs) And it's like, you know, what did you like about the book? Right. Just the whole question seems like a fucking. I was just fucking start pissing myself and going, "This is what you did. (laughs) This is what this is." I'm not gonna hit a woman. Right. So I was just and 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 LeBron was just able to fucking do leaps and bounds and go. You can't do this. I look cool. I can't look cool. So I just start pissing myself and spitting in my mouth. Yeah, totally. Um, but he goes, oh, you know, it's just, uh, and it's not, look, it's not the most eloquent fucking thing. He says, uh, you know, um, look, it's just, he's a really smart guy. And uh, this is uh, a lot of stuff he was talking about then is happening now. And yeah, it's not exactly a fucking, you know, the, 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 the New Republic or the New Yorker's fucking review of the book. He's leveling with people. Right. My point He's is saying also, you're not very educated. <laughs> right. But, and Ben Shapiro's trying to point to this going like, why are you fucking, uh, this is a guy who you want political views from. He doesn't even know the book. What do you like? Maybe LeBron James did read the whole fucking book. And maybe he does like certain parts. But I mean, he's also still a business guy. Maybe he didn't want to be like, what's your favorite part? Are the part where he says white women's tears are a weapon? <laughs> Maybe he's trying to fucking not like, oh, why don't make it political? He's trying, I think. Mm. Or the part where he says, don't take help from white. Is that something Malcolm X said? Don't take help from white people. Oh, I know yeah. the thing after he went back in Africa or whatever. He fucking said not. I don't know. I'm just saying. He had a complicated life. You yeah. know, he had a complicated life. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm into Malcolm. I like Malcolm. I'm, I'm all for Malcolm X. But I'm sorry LeBron James tried to fucking measure his words. <laughs> in a time where people were, in a time where. Again, black public intellectuals will literally be micromanaged and nitpicked for any any reaction or reference to history. And you did that, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is a cunt. That's all the, that's the point yeah. of this. Um, I'm talking to him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's listening. 
think he's listening. I think he's listening right I now. I mean, you, you look, if you look we, on the Patreon last week, we fucking we, we happened to find this Ben Shapiro clip right before we started, and it was because Candace Owens just joined the fold. Which let's not even get into the can. I mean, whatever. But like, there's this really creepy video we we dissected, where like fucking the three guys are like welcoming Candace Owens to the I don't know the Ben Shapiro company, mm. and they're all going, "Don't trust this guy. He'll take his shirt off. Don't go. Don't be in a room alone with him." It just felt like he was like threatening, like this guy's gonna rape you. We're we're cool with that. <laughs> I'm not saying he said that. I'm just saying like the vibe to me. If I was that woman, uh, yeah, I would get a bad vibe from it. Personally. I'm like, this just seems rapey. But whatever. My, the, the bigger sin is that he doesn't have any ideas for how to stop these shootings. Mm. Doesn't care. He actually cares. He doesn't care. I have ideas. Nice. I have an idea. Okay. Here's the thing. The cop. Don't know yet. The cops. This case is an example, right? This case is where they, the cops obviously are just fucking yahoos. Derek Chauvin. Like, what is this guy fucking doing? You can't account for that. You got to put that guy in jail. Throw away the. Key or the, or, the, or the key card or the mm. fucking whatever or, the, or the, whatever they do. Throw the baton away. Right. Throw them in the ocean. Like, <laughs> like Osama bin Laden. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, look, I, I, I am kind of fucking sympathetic to the idea that there are fucking, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a complex job, right? Mm. And, and he's, you watch that video of the girl tonight, it's like it's split second decisions. And sometimes there's no good, you know, fucking answer. Right. And so, Part of the problem is training, and part of the problem, in my opinion, is the structure. Now, you might go into, like, you know, community fucking organizing and fucking uh, the structure of the finances or the budget. All right, but I have a more specific structure in mind. Mm. I am going... Right, bring up the first picture. The little group? Look, the first, the first top left. This is Final <laughs> Fantasy. The original Final Fantasy from Nintendo, NES... It's a role-playing game uh, where you basically you fight monsters, right? Uh, you, you can easily swap out what these monsters are for whoever. You know, there's different types of monsters. The point is, but look what you have here. You have not just four people that look the same, right? No. You have di- a di- an assortment of things. And look, while diversity is great, I am not talking about what we think of normally as diversity. No. I am talking about a cross-section of skills. Okay, go to the next picture. The little group? Yeah, the top, no, the top, uh, now they're fighting horses, right? <laughs> so the other ones, they're fighting these, these weird imps. Now they're fighting horses. Different situations call for different tactics, right? Mm. This is this is what I'm bringing to the table here. Bring up, yeah, bring up the group for, first, the, the big group. So Final fans. Final fans. No, but here's what it is. You have different classes of people. You have the, the fighter guy in the bottom left, and you have the, this guy here is a, is a, Black belt, I think they call them. They have the black mage. You have the white mage. The red mage, I don't know. I never liked the red mage. He's like a, he's like a fighter who also can do some spells. Pick a lane. And then this guy's a thief. Which I, I mean, I, in our situation, we're not going to use the thief. I mean, the thief currently exists. He's the cop who, like, steals a, you know, steals the brick of coke and then plants a gun on you. Mm, yeah, the cops are, you know, the rampart guy. Yeah, they steal your wallet. I don't think he helps. No. I don't, think, I don't, I don't want to incorporate the thief in my model. So we're going to scratch him out. But bring up the fighter guy. So here's the thing. That's the, <laughs> no, that's the blue belt. I want the, the fighter. The fighter. What? Oh, this oh, right guy. guy. Yeah, right. This is it's a little small picture. You know, whatever. You, you show the big picture. It's fine. You're smart people. This is the fighter guy. He's the baseline cop that we all know. Some people love. Some people hate. 
We all know. I was gonna say all about knowing love, and I caught myself. <laughs> he's, a, he, he's a cop. He's a cop with the gun, right? Mm. And uh, he's fucking. He's he's the guy with the gun. Now here's where <laughs> it gets interesting. No, we we know we don't have to explain too much. He's no. a cop with a gun. Here's he, here's how I came to this this fucking situation. Because here's the thing, people were talking about. Well, why didn't he just go fucking, uh, you know, try to disarm the girl physically? And here's a real reality. You have to have, you know, have some, you know, you can be generally against what the cops are doing, but you have to understand certain realities. And when you, you, when you have a gun, it, it's a certain, you have a responsibility not to let someone take your gun away. Now, if that sounds dumb to you, I don't think you're really thinking about it. There is a certain thing. If you get into a scuffle with someone, if you start, if you, start like, you know, scuffling on the floor, trying to get a guy down, he can grit, and it's ha- this has happened. I don't know the fucking the statistics on how often this happens. I think it's a real enough threat mm-hmm. that, like, you know, the guy can get your gun, and now he's got your gun, shoots other people. You've you brought a gun into the situation, and it's a problem, right? right. So you don't want to get too close. That's part of the reason why they, you know, they, they don't just fucking go. I mean, there's a whole thing of, like, also people, there's people with a knife, right? Right. People, you watch these videos on YouTube. You know, again, I'm not trying to, you know, be indoctrinated by the cop videos either right but there is, i think there is science to this where like a guy you have there's a certain amount of distance if a guy's charging at you with a knife mm. uh yeah you have to like you only have a certain amount of time before you can shoot him right, right. like if you don't shoot him when he's four i think it's four feet away or whatever it is like you might think oh, i can shoot him in the last second but like if you, there's reasons why that's not really practical Right, like, where the guy they do these drills and the guy just stabs you in the face. <laughs> no, to be fair, that's that's also clarify that this most recent case it it wasn't a guy. It was it was a it was a fifteen year old girl who, who you know sometimes people don't treat her like she, like she was a young girl, but she was you know she was. No, I well, I agree. Like it, I agree, but here's the thing: we're trying to fix, we're trying to uh, prepare these cops for an assortment of problems. An the assortment horses, of problems. The horses, or the M's, or the weird orc mm. anything all right so here's where it gets interesting because you want a cop to be able to grapple someone right but then you, but, well, you shouldn't <laughs> have a gun then you shouldn't have a gun because then you, the gun gets taken away oh so, don't have a gun if you can grapple. but people. you need the gun you need there to be a gun there a lot of the time there's a lot enough times where people have guns people have knives you can't just not give them guns maybe you, other countries do it i don't know what's wrong with our country <laughs> But I don't think it's practical to say cops don't have guns, right? Yeah, unfortunately, everybody has guns right now. So, so here's my plan, the core of my plan, and there's more to it. But the foundation is the blue guy. The blue guy. This guy. What they and call I'm not the, say, by the way, I'm not vilifying guns when I say that. I just, I'm just saying it creates certain problems. Like when, every, I'm, when everybody, I'm not vilifying guns. I'm saying it, when people have guns, it, it, it naturally creates certain social problems. Look, I agree. Uh, I'm all, I, I, I've had a gun in the past. I mean, I like shooting. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, but I, I, look, you can argue, people have to argue about the specifics, about this, this many guns. When are we going to decide that we, like, we, we, there's a problem here and it's, it, it's more important than whether or not we like to eat venison? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just is. Or just, we're like, we're, we want to fight the fucking, you know, I said before, oh, we want to fucking fight the government. I do. I look. I, I get that. It's hard to deny the idea, in theory, that like this country was kind of built by people who fucking rebelled against the government. Sure, I get it. And if you ever fucking did anything that was like, you know, if you ever rebelled against the government for anything, oh, give, give us universal health care. Maybe I'd be interested. Give give us a stop fucking uh, going to Iraq. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna storm the capital with our guns and say don't go to war. You you have my attention. But you, that's not what happens. <laughs> the kind of people who, you know, as bad as the government is, the kind of people who, 
It, 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 it's not the guy who's fucking. It's not William Faulkner and fucking. Uh, who, who's no and, and, and Leonardo DiCaprio? I can't think of better people. There's better people in them. Yeah, but it, who 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 was someone you'd want to overthrow the government? Who, who's someone I would want to overthrow the, throw the government? If he had the hat. Well, just who would be the best person? LeBron James. Sure. <laughs> it's not going to be LeBron James. It's going to be a very, to me, a guy who's fucking, I don't know, they're building a gallows in their capital. But I don't know what the world is anymore. I'm just trying to fix it. So what I'm saying is, uh, uh, yeah, guns. Guns are a problem. So Joe here, Rogan is kind of like our, our intellectual grappler. He's not intimidated by the Milos of the world. And we should, you know, appreciate that. Like, he's like, he's not into, you know, the, the thing about Ben is then, it's like, it's, it's, you know, he's like, uh, he has his gun, but he's, you know, he's a mature individual. Yeah, look, look, look I don't think uh, Joe Rogan's right about everything. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, I don't agree with him. But like, you know, but the left should view him as a guy who, when people come on the show and go, yeah, we shouldn't have regulations. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, he's going to go, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? He's a pe like, much like my thing. Yeah. I'm building a system here, and, and, and Rogan would be a, one of these guys. He'd be, yeah. the, he'd be the guy who you just bring in and go, what the fuck are you talking about? I work construction. You need building codes. Well, yes, do not. <laughs> you know? I don't think he's ever said that on the show, but that's how I feel when I listen to Joe. I like Joe. Whatever. Yeah. Joe. 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 We're, we're friends. So <laughs> this, the blue, the black belt guy is the cornerstone of why this works. Because here's the epiphany I had. You need a guy who's just fucking trained in all sorts of like you know crazy martial arts you know krav maga grappling he's armored i don't have a picture of the armor uh but like armored up like like I mean, better than like you know a prison armor guy but but like that kind of like just fucking plated armor here like not plate you know, composite plastic i guess whatever i'm saying he's ready to rock it's it's it's, all that, it's remember in batman begins when he has a stiff armor and eventually he gives him the the, the, the the sections he goes yeah you might get stabbed a little bit but you know you fucking we can move he needs that he needs the batman suit basically right and he's gonna so you you roll up in a situation he fucking charges at the guy with the knife right he just runs in like a fuck i mean he's an athlete Look, you're not going to get every cop to be a fucking stellar athlete. A lot of these guys aren't in the proper shape. A lot of, you can't expect them all. I know the Tokyo Police Department like makes you do either karate or uh, uh, judo, not judo, with a judo and uh, kendo. That'd be nice. But I'm saying we can get one quarter of the guys we can get doing this shit, right? Right. And they just charge in like a maniac and just start fucking punching people. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Ah, ah. They're fucking like boxers. They're like ducking and weaving. They're hitting the fucking victim and the fucking perpetrator, right? right. It's not going to be pretty, but hear me out. <laughs> and then you have the fighter guy, the red guy. He's fucking got the gun pointed. Now, maybe it's a fucking AR-15 in this case because you don't have to use it necessarily. You got the guy on the ground, but he doesn't have, the guy on the ground doesn't have to worry about getting his gun taken because he doesn't have one. But the guy with the gun has his back. Yeah. So if, fucking, if, if his friend has a gun you know, of, of the criminal or, or you know, something goes wrong, he can tase or shoot or whatever if need be. Because there are going to be times you need to do that, right? Sure. But he's got your back and he's got a fucking scope maybe. He's got a fucking laser scope. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work out well. I'm not saying to militarize the police more, but maybe, you know, whatever, maybe, maybe not an AR. Maybe just give them a regular gun. They should be. There was one guy, there was one cop, a single cop, and people clung to him for years, where it's like he would do these video diaries of what happened in his community when he was just nice with people, when he just checked in with people, when he saw how they were doing, when he, he saw if they were depressed, he saw if they were, you know, feeling mentally ill. And, like, you know, on a regular basis... 
And like, right. and, and it completely changed the way people interacted with him. Much like a social worker. Much like a social worker. And that's what we're going to get to next. The Black Mage. <laughs> now, the Black Mage is a wizard who <laughs> casts aggressive spells. Now, look, it's not the best analogy, but the White Mage is the medic. We're getting to that next, mm. right? But the Black Mage is the guy who can talk you down. Right. So we have see, some people want to like just get rid of cops, which I think is a very bad idea. Right. Uh, but I do. I, I agree. They're too militarized, and you know maybe their budgets are too you know out of control. Whatever. There's a lot of things we can do to change it. Uh, but it, these people want there's just be social workers. Uh, I don't think it's a great idea in and of itself. But I do think having a so here's the the, the the big thing too. I want to make this clear. This is an Escalade. Or suburban, right? This is not a squad car. This is a fucking big SUV, like a like a Chevy Suburban. That these four people, every unit has these people, right? Mm. This is the crux of the argument, right? Every unit has a fucking fighter, shooter guy, you got the gun, the fucking the, the fucking boxer guy, yeah, the black man, the, the social worker. Mm. I stopped using the fucking the social worker, yeah, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, We'll get to the medic in a second, but that's that's true. But the here, social worker, the social worker goes in first. Well, the social it depends on the situation. If, if a guy's waving a gun around, uh, pointing at a fucking you know, probably a pharmacy, I don't think we send in the social worker first. Oh, maybe. Not. But if a guy's if a guy's walking around with a knife, kind of like you know, uh, uh, yeah, the social worker. And also, look, the fucking and the guy with the gun has also got his back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So he's fucking there. All right. So fucking, he can be like, hey, and like, and then the fighter will be kind of like, and look. People get freaked out by guns, right? The fighter guy, though, he'll be an imposing guy, but he's also going to be a little uh, like a ninja or like a fucking like a, like a, like a. He'll know how to be discreet more than a guy with a gun. Right. He's 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 got that confidence. I'm just going to fucking roundhouse kick everyone. <laughs> I'm going to fuck. I'm the big dick. Like shooting these cops are not like fucking. It's not Reservoir Dogs, right? Like right. these cops are all a lot of the time. Some of them maybe not. Uh, I think I knew someone. A friend of a friend or whatever who like went to Iraq and he was a sniper and he came back and he was a cop and he shot and like I, I'm not saying he didn't willy nilly but I'm saying I think he was like and he, I think his thing was like ah it's, you know whatever some people some people get, get used to guns but I don't think people use guns enough in this country to get that used to them where you're just like no I'm just it gives me that much confidence I mean, they're afraid because what's gonna happen We're, but the fucking fighter guy sorry oh, the sorry. fighter guy has that because he's fucking hitting people all the time <laughs> so he's there with, while, while the social worker's there. And he's just fucking kind of like, yeah, in case anything goes wrong, I'm here. And if someone, you know, starts pulling, a, if this is a fucking ruse, mm. you got the guy with the gun. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? No, sorry. Uh, yeah, the ruse guy with the gun. Yeah, like what you're trying to do here is you're trying to like, you're, you're trying to humanize cops as, as people who are flawed, right? Well, they have their roles to fill. They can't do everything. Yeah, you're trying, you're trying to humanize them. And, and, uh, you know, sometimes the left thinks they don't want the cops humanized because Ben Shapiro pretends to humanize them. Right. <laughs> ben Shapiro is like, is like, oh, they're human beings, so never criticize them. Like, it's like, it's you know, they're they're, uh, you know, no, it's like, uh, it's like they're human beings, so criticize them. Yeah, look, they're human beings, and look, in some places they're paid very well, in some places they're not paid that well. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's across the board they're paid. Like, you're not always getting the people who are like, I don't want to like again paint paint a huge broad brush and go, you're getting the worst people, but like. Let's be honest. You know, like I'm not, I, I was not a guy recruited out of college for anything. I didn't even finish. Co- I mean, whatever. I, mean, I did, oh, yeah. but whatever. I, I finished college. <laughs> I don't want to brag about it. I work at a butcher shop. <laughs> uh, 
point is, like, I'm not, like, saying, like, I wouldn't be the cream of the crop either. I'm not, like, but, you know, we, this is not like they're fucking getting Goodwill hunting and fucking, you know, Tom Cruise from Top Gun uh, and then saying, hey, why don't you patrol this fucking street, all right? I'm saying they're normal people who do a civil service job. And, like, yeah, I'm just saying, like, we give them a certain role. You break the, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a division of labor, like, labor, like Adam Smith, right? Yeah. And then the next key to the puzzle is going to be able to white mage. Oh, sure. That's the white man. The medic. You have a medic. This is part part of why you have the fucking suburban is you need four people and like you know you need to put the you might need to put a criminal somewhere mm-hmm. or a suspect. Let's just say whatever. <laughs> Someone who lost their dog. I don't know. But you need you need a, the, the, the fucking three rows. I mean, maybe they still have they still have the fucking. Is there a bigger suburban? There was that one that was uh, the expedition. Maybe I don't know. We'll look into this. Uh, the car is the one thing I don't know for sure which model. But here's the thing. The med- you have a fucking makeshift. You have a, basically an ambulance. You have most things an ambulance has in the fucking SUV. So you're not sitting there. How many times are you going to watch a cop shoot, a, shoot someone, right or not, or like appropriate or not, yeah. and then wait, get a medic here. Have the medic there already. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? You have the medic there. Right. Uh, not everyone's going to live because, you know, the paramedic can't save everyone, and even the, co- the doctor can't save everyone. But you have the fucking blood-sucking machine. Or the suction, whatever they do, I don't know how they get bullets out of you, or what they do to stabilize you. But you have that most of that in the fucking uh, the SUV, the big, the big long SUV, right? right? And you guys roll around like a fucking unit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here, I want to point this out because you, you know, before you get, why don't we just we just have social work? We just have men. Here's why: because show that picture of why you don't just have medic of medics. <laughs> Wait, is that, which one is this? The third one? Uh, I think so. No, the next one. <laughs> the next one. This is a purple monster. This is why. <laughs> it can't just be medics. It can't just be medics. The skeleton guy is just fucking running roughshod over these white mages, these medics. You can't solve everything with epinephrine. But right. you should have the epinephrine there. But the thing is, the thing is, we, we turn. Bring the. Okay, in case we get content ID'd. No, but oh, the no. blow up. <laughs> We should clarify that that people like people, you know, these are, you know, in these video games, these are images of monsters, right? You're playing against monsters, right? In real life, you're playing with people. Well, the horses aren't monssters. I thought those horses were very pretty. Where are the horses? Second one. They're the fighting. Horses. They're fighting horses. The bad pony, they call them. Bad pony. Mad pony. <laughs> yeah. Like mad cow. So I, I tried to make the point. Look, the point is different situations. Everything can be a monster. Every situation's a monster, right? Right. Think of it that way. Every situation is a monster. A in kid some with sense. a gun's a monster because you don't know you might end up shooting the kid as bad. That's a, the situation's a monster. Maybe sometimes you're the monster. Yes. So, you know, I'm, not, I'm not saying all cops are like fucking, you know, making the right call and not being shitty. I'm just saying let's bridge the fucking gap here. Let's fucking figure it out. You know, this way we fucking, we negotiate when we can. We fucking, you know, we, we disarm people when we can. Yeah, and some people can get bruises who don't deserve them. Because that fucking guy who grapples is just kind of a wild dog. He's, he's punching people, fucking, he's got this fucking armor, he's lost, go, he's into it, right? Yeah. Um, the, the one thing in my plan, are we going to have a problem finding a guy who wants to wear that armor all day? Because he's got to roll around in the car like that all day. I mean, maybe we find some kind of quick armor, like not Iron Man, but like some kind of thing that can, like you know, it's like it's like a it's, it's over his seat, 
And so he just fucking like really backs into it. Right. That could be cool, actually. And he backs into it, and then the fucking thing drops down, and he's like, I'm good to go. And you start running, and pop, pop, pop. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, and look, if you really want to militarize the police, maybe we put a fucking 50 cal, you know, machine gun on top of the fucking SUV in case there's a fucking, uh, what, a school shooting that they're not going to go into anyway. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you need to bend tanks. Sometimes the cops just choose to stay out of it when yeah, we're look, shooting each other. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know why when the tanks are appropriate, but like if you need the tank, maybe we have. I'm open to the idea, but you have that fucking medic there. So you shoot someone with a 50 caliber machine gun, and then you give them a shot of penicillin. Right. In this case, it's not the best, but in general, I think I'm onto something here. And no, I mean. But why Ben Shapiro is so smart? Why is he talking about this? Why is he just go? He's a shill. I'm here with ideas. Pick up the comp logo again. Yeah. I don't want to leave these things up for too long. Uh, I'm like Andrew. I'm not my political ally of Andrew Yang. Not necessarily. I don't think he's as hateable as everyone says. But the guy, you got at least the guy's got some different ideas. No, the guy, the guy. Um, and that's just like me. Andrew Yang, I have a feeling that Andrew Yang is sort of like a leftist who glad hands people. He 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 like he goes around and he en- he endears himself to people, mm-hmm. which is smart. <laughs> I don't even know if he's a leftist personally. He could be. I think he's more of a guy going like kind of like me going like, look, I'm sympathetic to narco capitalism in theory. In theory, I'm sympathetic to the Walden Pond. We all got fucking you know self sufficient and get the government off our back. I get where you're coming from, but look at this mess we have. We, Financially, the bit, uh, the whole country is rotting apart. People are getting shot left and right, whether they're in schools or grocery stores or anything. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying, like, we got to embrace that millennials are a generation of people who are afraid of getting shot, and like, and 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 we're afraid of it in a very like hyperactive way. And if you say, <laughs> well, like, oh, statistically, you better chance or whatever. Well, then, what's the media doing? Why is the media inflaming you? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you we know. We talk about, uh, I think we brought up, uh, I don't know if it was the main thing in the Patreon. We, we, play, we played the Patreon. Yeah, we played the clip of uh, after that, school, that, that grocery store shooting. Mm. And I think it was like C- Good Morning America or CBS this morning or whatever, when it's like a terrible shooting in a grocery store. Everyone goes to the grocery store. Like yeah. the first thing they say. Yeah. It's like they, they just, they, they, they want to get you into hysterics. They want to no, get you into hysterics. Like they go, they go, um, you know, and then they make men and women hate each other. <laughs> they go like, yeah. they, the, the women dive into the internet and look at a bunch of memes saying they're depressed, ugly, and sad. And, you know, the men go into the internet and look at a bunch of memes saying that they're uh, villainized. And I look at socket wrenches, but, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but now, yeah, what so do I, I look at now on YouTube? I watch ContraPoints. She's great. Yeah, let's check out ContraPoints. I don't know her, but... Uh, you know, if she's a secret fan, we'd love to have her on the show. Uh, Come on, Contraboy. She's great. She's, she's a fun, she's a fun, uh, what is it, like, what would you call it, trans-educational fun videos? She's a very nuanced and intelligent trans woman. She puts being trans in context for people. You know, that's what James Baldwin did. He put being black in context for people. Michael Chabon, I know you don't like him, but he put being... I, 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 look, Wonder <laughs> Boy's put, one of my favorite movies. I read the oh, book. Oh, right, you do I like I love the him. book. I just thought, you know... I took issue with a small part of whatever. I'm not gonna do it. Never, never mind. Never mind. Um, he like he, you know, he puts being Jewish in New York in context for people. Yeah, that, that, that's the part I felt was a little phony, maybe. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> I just felt like he was taking ownership of like, like oh, I'm a kid from Yonkers. Like, are you though? Yeah. Mm. And, Neiman, and and Neil, I, think, I think he's from Pittsburgh, isn't he? What? I think he's from Pittsburgh. 
He wrote that book, Mysteries of Pittsburgh. Why is he writing about Pittsburgh? He's from Yonkers. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he moved around. I like I like the movie and the book of uh, Wonder Boys, but I don't know if I trust this guy completely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wonder he, Boys, underrated movie, by the way. I loved, I loved uh, The Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. They were like, a, you know, they, they're they like two, uh, you know, one's a Jewish boy who's been raised in New York, one's a Jewish boy who's been raised in Prague, and they get together and they make comic books about Superman. It's great. It's it sounds like, like a plan, the thing I've had. I feel like it's infringing on... What do you mean? I, I had ideas about Jewish kids just, you know, from Prague doing stuff. <laughs> I, 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 I wrote basically, I wrote the, basically the, the Jewish Prague Sandlot. Um, oh, really? And I've been pitching it everywhere. And I feel like, you know, now... now Tell it, me about it. It's just it's just basically the Sandlot, but like, you know, they're, everyone's like, you know, the many characters is like, I'm from Prague, you know, but he won't show about it and everyone just hates him. And it's like, stop saying you're from Prague. Uh, it's not that, like, no one knows what Prague is. Is it cool? Is Prague, because people hear Prague, they don't know if it's one of the cool, like, is, is Prague like France or is Prague like, you know, Ukraine? I'm not saying you're from Ukraine, it's not cool, but I'm just saying, it doesn't have the, is Prague one of those places that has the prestige of a European city? <laughs> and no one knows. Prague is a very <laughs> off-putting, uh, not, nothing wrong with people from Prague, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. There is a great author named named Milan Kundera who put who kind of put um who kind of put Prague in context. Oh, interesting. I'll, I'll read some Kundera. Yeah, the thing about Prague was that everybody. Well, this was more around the Soviet invasion. It wasn't the Nazi invasion, but like the Soviets made everyone really paranoid about themselves. You know, famously, famously, they yeah. would they would they would turn you know. Um, you know, mothers and, and they would turn parents and kids against each other. They would turn brothers and sisters against each other. Cats you know. and dogs. <laughs> and then Jordan Peterson came down from Canada to tell us to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, Jordan, great guy. Great guy. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say about Jordan Peterson. No, I like him. I think he demonstrates a mature conservative. I, I think Sure. He, I yeah. mean, look, yeah, but uh, take it easy on women, you know, wearing makeup in the workplace. <laughs> don't call them, don't say they're asking for sexual, you know, they're asking for it. They're wearing makeup. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing the blush because it makes you, it makes you look like you got fucked. He came off a little weird in that interview. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. Like, like, you know, if, he was if, in with the weird vice guys and he didn't understand them. Yeah. You know, you know I, I, I think I could have, like, just think, if I'm in this situation, I could have, like, you know, gotten the bottom of it and been like, you know, but these people just kind of like they hear a fucking thing. Oh, what? I'm like, what do you mean? A social contract? This woman's not putting on blush because she just got fucked. You know, she just she wants to look attractive for the fucking the, the conference meeting, and she's not fucking trying to pretend that she got fucked in the ass in the bathroom. Yeah, Jordan. <laughs> what yeah. do you think? You think you, you think she's doing a fucking one act play in the middle of the boardroom, going, "Who just got their shit pushed in?" <laughs> I would have said that to him. Uh, this is why they should. Someone should make me an interviewer. Right. I guess I can make myself. But I, you know, when I ask people to come on the show, uh, they, they they fucking their managers respond and they send me these letters and say, you know, don't come near us. <laughs> right. Um. Um. We should wrap up. Do you have anything else we want to close on? We're getting. We're gonna run out. Of... Uh no no I don't think so. This is fun. This was fun. Uh, this has been a great time. Thanks so much. Uh, where can people find you on the... Um, they can find me on Twitter at Lucy underscore Rohan. Where can they find you? Twitter and Instagram at Ray Comp. You can sign up for our Patreon. You get an extra episode every week for $5 a month. We also have a higher tier where you get an extra video episode for more money. But, you know, it's all great. But, you know, the other thing's a great deal, especially, you know, the $5 tier. You get four extra 
a month or whatever, whatever a week is. You get an extra every week. I'm explaining the Patreon model, which has existed for years now, <laughs> to people as if they never heard it before. But remember, I, I have this system of fucking cops, and I need to imp- implement it. Yeah, man. Have a great week. Man. <laughs>